Welcome in Between the Bylines. I'm John Camacho. And this is Jacob Waters. And we have a absolutely wonderful show for you guys today. Recording this two days before the NFL draft on Tuesday. I'm going to try and get this out late tonight so it is there for you all day Wednesday. And then, of course, leading up to the draft. I know we are incredibly excited for the first round of the draft on Thursday. And then, of course, you know, rounds two through seven. Going to be a lot of fun uh, the, rest, the rest of the weekend. But, you know, it's always that first round that that really super excited for yeah, it though. yeah yeah it's it's gonna be fun not knowing who the first pick is gonna be is something that's kind of weird to to talk about and i feel like we've all seen mocks we've all done a bunch of mocks we've done much mocks on this uh on this channel and and i you know it's it's all kind of going going along the same you know basic thought process we're all kind of following the leader a little bit with what we're hearing what we're thinking what what the, the thought process is and, and just with little changes here or there so what we're going to do today is kind of flip the script and look at some bombshell draft possibilities like teams that could really screw up the entire flow of this draft with one pick and we're really going to focus on the top 10 15 picks we might go deeper if, if something strikes but that's really what we're looking at today which teams could really mess it up and things like like that so we're going to be on the draft simulator doing that after that we are going to talk a little bit of our favorite bets to close out the show draft bets i know i have bet more money than i should have on this draft with the confidence that yeah. i know what nfl teams are going to do even though none of us that really we know have nothing associated with these nfl teams <laughs> yeah i have placed a large sum of money on some as well so, so. nerve-wracking night either way you know it's going to be fun um, I, I guess we can kick off the draft simulator, though. The biggest thing behind it is that we're going to do it to where, like, there's the scope of where Jaguars, for instance, you know, this first overall pick, it's it's Hutch for the longest time. Hutch, no other option. Well, now it's Walker. Walker's by far the betting favorite. And then there's there's this thing that me and John have talked about. It's what you draft last year. You drafted Trevor Lawrence. You drafted a quarterback that struggled under pressure, and it wasn't his own fault. You saw the, the flashes of his traits and whatnot. You know, he's going to be fine. But the offensive line, there's little to little to no talk about the Jaguars going offensive line at a time when, I mean, predominantly that's that's a major need of theirs. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why it's as scripted as what it should be for them getting edge. I understand it's a need on any team. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but you know we're going to start looking at certain cases like that. The the fact that the Lions and Texans both have a need at quarterback, it may not be as urgent in a down quarterback class. But I don't know where this is going to take us. But there's just certain things that feel so scripted. I think we need to get off of that just a little bit, especially in a year when this class really doesn't have a presidential pick, which is a guaranteed top five. It's all over the place. Yeah. Going in, the, you know, the podcast that we were doing at this time last year, the the pod before the draft, we knew the top th- two picks. We really th- we thought we knew the top three. That changed last second. And we didn't it was supposed know to be Mac Jones. Court, we just yeah. didn't know which we, and yeah. and really, I mean, you could kind of play around with it however you want, but you could go top seven, and you kind of knew what you were getting. You know, there's questions. Okay, do you know? I'm just talking about last year. Like you could have gotten into questions of position for position, and, and we're kind of in that range. But there's so many things that could really, really throw it off. Just like in last year's draft, if it didn't go, you know, Wilson and uh, and Lawrence top two that would have screwed up everything so let's let's play around with that we'll put it on the screen here just looking at the draft simulator on pff and and you mentioned offensive line look okay the the jaguars first pick on the clock right now and they have cam robinson who they signed to i think they i think they just gave him the franchise tag of course they bring in sheriff which was a great uh, a great um addition to the guard position there not impossible they take tackle and really what what I've heard or what I've heard other people say is that it's really still between four picks and the the growing consensus is that the head coach Peterson wants to go tackle but the the majority of the rest of the organization wants to take the sexy edge rusher as opposed to a tackle yeah, it's actually in the in the levels you have the head yeah. coach wants tackle GM wants uh, Walker and then the owner Shad Khan wants Hutchinson Wow. And we're yeah. going to get to see who kind of has the let's see the who cool, has, the, yeah. has the the final. So let's give it let, let's give him the guard. Let's give him Evan Neal here out of Alabama. I'm just picking one of them. I'm taking yeah. Evan Neal. You know, Aquanu. They're so close together. And then Charles Cross like is is becoming a, a top five pick, pretty much guarantee at this point. So it looks like Charles Cross probably going to go to the Giants. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't matter. So you know, tackle goes to Jaguars. And we'll kind of just go back and forth and discuss this. Where do you think the Lions would go? Well, it, so if we 
you're dealt this bombshell that I don't think is going to be, it, it, don't get me wrong, it's going to be shocking for sure. But with these circumstances, I think the Lions and Dan Campbell are sprinting to the stage to put in Aiden Hutchinson. We're on the I same mean, page. Michigan guy, yeah. Detroit team. I, I think, you know, it just sounds like it's a match made in heaven right yeah. there. And honestly, Regardless of what the Jags do, there's a chance they go Walker. I think Detroit, fingers crossed, is hoping they can get this done. I really want to talk about three, though, with the Texans. Yeah, this is where because, it gets interesting. And, and I have I have a bet that I made a while ago, too, that I wanted to go ahead and talk about. It was Derek okay. Stingley. I put $200, and I'm here to talk about it. It's okay. Call me stupid. That's fine. I put $200, Derek Stingley, under 9.5. And since I've made that bet, and trust me, I was yeah, just late. so we're, just so we're clear, yeah. under nine and a half picks, just for the so the the nine the nine spot in the draft nine and a half. I or need less, Derek yeah. Singlin to be drafted ninth, eighth, seventh, yeah. or better. Just make sure down from there. Yeah, no, no, I understand. It, it can be a little confusing yeah. sometimes. Having to understand it. Um, and since then, you know, I was like, man, I don't know. Thinking about hedging, thinking about betting the opposite and making a little bit, you know, just canceling out my bet, making zero. There's been some things coming out saying that Stingley's flying up draft boards and that he, as of now, and you can go check it on most of the betting sites, he is the favorite to go number three to the Texans. And I don't know if we're going to give it here or not, yeah, but I, I mean... I, I, let's save that one. Let's Because I think fun. that's a that's a storyline in itself. that's a whole other thing. I think the, the growing or the, the general consensus has been that the Texans were going to go offensive line. I think Iguanu was the obvious pick. Yeah. But that was under the assumption that it goes edge-edge. First two, Walker and Hutchinson have been like those top two, you know, for the past couple weeks now at least. Can we do you do you want to do you want to keep that or do we think do we think Walker drops here just going based on you know because obviously yes there's the possibility that he goes corner let's let's take that out of the cards just for a second uh, and, and go do they do they stay going tackle or do they go Walker who has been getting similar grade state in Hutchinson as the top you know one two players in the class yeah, and that's true we just haven't heard a lot of other teams out of Walker at all. You know, I, mm -hmm. I know for a fact that if Hutch starts to slide, there's a team that's going to get right in there and be like, hey, mm -hmm. this this is not, like we're stopping this right here. Walker, on the other hand, listen, his ADP at the beginning of the draft process was around 15 and 16. Yeah. And then there was this astronomical jump to where it was this rumor of a number one pick. Now he solidified number one pick. So, I mean, that has the makings for a f right here on Pro Football Focus, those of you watching uh, on YouTube, you can see the screen. ADP is 7.1. Yeah. So, I mean, that's showing discrepancy from first to whatever range he falls at. Mm -hmm. If you want to do edge-edge here, that's fine. I do think that the they go offensive line, though. Okay. So, let's stick it with Iguana because I think that's interesting. So, we have three top three picks, two tackles instead of two edges, which I think has ever been everywhere. Now the Jets are on the clock with pre, I mean, the Jets haven't nobody's really thought the Jets were going offensive line. They drafted offensive line a bunch early picks. We would assume they're probably not going that route. Wide receiver feels like a, a pick that's that's pretty much destined to happen with the 10th overall, and I actually do want to talk about that a little bit later. But has felt like it's either corner or maybe one of the edge guys, right? I know Thibodeau's yeah. been in the conversation. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you Sauce Gardner has been, yeah, I was going to say Sauce Garner has been like the the go-to guy for the uh, for the Jets. I really believe I, I don't believe Walker uh, falls past the Jets here. I really yeah. I I really just don't. I think Walker is kind of in that conversation of top two. I understand what you're saying about Hutchinson probably being the top guy on more teams boards than Walker, but Walker, at least from everything I've heard, has been the top guy on a lot of teams boards as well as well. And obviously, from everything we're seeing now, probably the Jaguars boards as well. Um, yeah, what do you think? I mean, give me give me some pushback if you disagree. I, no, my I mean, instinct if, is Walker it just, here. It just depends on what if you, it goes like, this way. So if it goes this way, I think the, it would be yeah, Walker. Yeah, the, the way that we are handling this from top to bottom, if you if you just joined at any random spot, is that we're taking a curveball and seeing how the rest of the draft would go. We're not just throwing curveball after. I mean, yeah. there I could throw you curveballs for days at this rate if we wanted to. Given the way the board goes, though, I see no way they don't go edge. Yeah, uh, Tib or Walker. There's no way you'd assume Walker's on the board right here. That would be the pick. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go Walker. Now we have. A, a real a real drop for Sauce because Sauce has been supposed to go four pretty much this whole time four or five four yeah. or five okay so I guess the the five drop really hasn't stopped the line the the yeah exactly the, the the fall I guess really hasn't gone too bad now do we expect both tackles off the board Charles Cross has been the guy that has been rumored to the Giants do the Giants take a chance and take one of these top other you know non offensive line players when that's obviously their biggest need is offensive line or do they try and wait till seven to get Charles Cross see and that's 
there's a huge gamble there though when it comes to the Panthers. I, I think in this scenario, if they there's only miss one out on Cross, if if the top two picks are if the top two picks are excuse me, let me rephrase this. If two tackles go before the Giants pick at five, I don't think they go anywhere else other than tackle. Yeah, I, I just can't imagine. There's I really a, there's don't. There's a hefty drop off. You know that the Panthers are not going to go corner because they went J.C. Horn last year. Yeah. He's coming off the injury, going to be they healthy. They traded with the Jacks for a corner too. Exactly. They, yeah. Their their secondary for the most part is bolstered up. That's not what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And you have the backdoor chance if they don't go quarterback. We know what they're doing. They're going to go tackle. And after the one, two, and three, there's a gap. Yeah, you know, there's huge still, gap. There's st- yeah, there's depth. That's when yeah. you get to the depth. But I mean, after that, you go four through eight, kind of interchangeable on people's boards. Completely agree. Yeah, no way that they don't pass on a Charles Cross given the state. And I've I've heard that management is in love with him. Yeah, that's. I mean, I have a twenty five dollar bet at plus. I think I got a plus seven hundred. It's gone down since I put the bet on that Charles Cross is the pick at fifth. I put the exact pick at fifth overall. I don't think that's out. Even if you know, and this is just going back to what the general consensus of the the mock drafts have been. Even if if it's Evan Neal or Iquanu sitting there at five, I still think it's Cross at five over those guys. That's that's how strongly the Giants seem to be in on Cross. So I'm going to take Cross there just because I do agree. I think there's a chance if there's two tackles there at five, they probably take the other position and wait till seven because yeah. one of them is going to be there after the Panthers. Uh, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Now, Panthers, do they still go quarterback? They have a guard. Well, we, we just said they're not going corner, so we're no, not, no, really we not worried about that. I don't think they're going to go defensive side of the ball. They might look at a tip just because yeah, but I mean the, they they have they have some pieces. Exactly. They have Gross Modus. They have Burns. Um, there there's some pieces there that I, I wouldn't. I would still man. I really don't know where this goes. Offensive lines off the board. If they can't trade, are we going to stray away from quarterback? I see. I don't know. I'm so because I I've come into this past week thinking it's got to be quarterback to the Panthers, and now I've kind of gone away with it. When you know that that Baker Mayfield is a, is a real option, you know that Garoppolo is a, is a real option, and you know that this this staff has to win. They have to win now, and they know they have offensive weapons. They know they have pieces. They can probably win with a veteran quarterback that that's serviceable, but do they keep wanting to kick the can down the road? It just seems like they're running out of time. I'm, I'm going to stay on the same thing where I think that the Detroit Lions at 32 is the quarterback trade-up for one of these teams on early but second. Panthers don't have a second or third-round pick. They can't get you're, up there. No, you're right. I mean, but they, yeah. they, I mean, they have capital as to where they would be moved. They have, you know, there's two yeah. different things to say in that. I don't know that there's a guy that they could take at six quarterback wise, Pickett, Willis, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. that's going to propel them that much forward right now. They might take the way the board falls and take best overall talent available. I, I don't right, know. Right now, that's Sauce because now board, Sauce is legitimately the board falling. Absolutely now. wrecks them with the way that we've handled this with three tackles in the top five. Yeah, this is a worst case. If they don't want quarterback, this is a worst case scenario for them. I say I would agree. I would say we have to um, let's the, give, them, give them the quarterback. Okay, they're not going to go defensive side of the ball. Matt Rule spent his entire last year's draft. Was it last year, right? Yes. Going defensive, they had like eight picks. They went all defense. Do the Jets say fuck the wide receiver and try and trade up? Because you know the Panthers want to trade down. They, their report came out today that they would trade down and take Pickett. Oh yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's that's the more likely move. Is that I don't think the Panthers would want to do this. But if the Jets I can are see looking the Jets at it, saying let's go get the fall of Sauce. Right yeah, now. let's go get Sauce. We could have gotten in at four. Let's get him at six. I mean, that's a real thing, right? Deal it. Let's do it. All right, so let's give him ten six, and we'll get next year's second and probably and 35th. give him give him Carolina's old pick. Okay, yeah, they we'll get do that. Their pick back. Says this trade will not be accepted. I disagree with that. I would definitely think that it's four picks. Yeah, that that would get accepted. You can hit force too, just to run it. No, it's just, it's just being difficult. Yeah, that's crazy. They don't think that would do it. Force trade. So we're just gonna force trade to make it. However, it would work. It doesn't matter. So now Jets here. We'll give them sauce. That's an interesting. This is an interesting way that it could play out, and I feel like all of that's very valid. Yeah, well, you Giants, just gotta look at the different things and be ready. Giants for it. on the board with the tip. best case scenario. You do think it's tip? So I, I I'm gonna give it tip because that is the general consensus. I do think there's a real chance that uh, that Jermaine Johnson goes ahead of Tib in this class. Now, can we talk about a Derek Stingley here though as well? Because yeah. the, the the thing with the Jets' mindset behind this trade would be Giants are going to target a corner, and then the Falcons, Seahawks might do that. There's no way that one of these top tier guys is in a saucer Stingley last yeah. to us. 
let's go get guarantee one of them. Yeah. So I mean, this is the Giants recognizing they got they just got to have that value right there. They're they're trying to trade James Bradbury, who was their one last yeah. year, and they're, they're also, also trying to cash with him. They're also trying to trade wide receiver. So I mean, Giants could I mean Giants could really go anywhere. I think you I, I do think Derek Stingley's a real conversation here. I I do th- man I don't know my vote goes Stingley. Okay, let's give him Stingley. Yeah, That's fine. Stingley. I'm, I'm fine with Stingley. Now, if it falls this way, there's only one way the Falcons are going here. Tip. Tip. Absolutely yeah. tip. Tip stops right there. Tip stops right there. Seems like that's probably a floor for it. Now, granted, again, I did mention the Jermaine Johnson thing, but Edge is there. I mean, if, if you know, however you want to look at that. Now, Seahawks here at nine, and we'll we'll close it out here pretty quickly. You know, we'll we'll end the the mock draft in a second. But where, where do you think the Seahawks will go? Just uh, general consensus. Right pick. here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe you're Jermaine Johnson. You know, there's there's a chance that he goes I up see there. That, yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of different ones with um, Jordan Davis. Maybe Jordan Davis could be one. Um, I don't think that there's a realm where they would go with Trent McDuffie. I know corner is a need right there. That's yeah. I, I just, don't think they go for third oh, corner. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't. Help, I just couldn't do that. I'm going to give him Johnson. The only reason I say that is because the, the Seahawks and Pete Carroll, they have a different draft strategy. Yeah. They really do. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give him Johnson. Let's give the Panthers a quarterback. Panthers, and we'll just let's play this out to the Texans, and we'll, we'll end it right there. Yeah, How's that fair. sound? So we'll say we do believe that the Texans are going to pick it if they take a quarterback. The, the main reason behind that, if, if those of you who don't know, is um, their owner is a massive booster behind the University of Pittsburgh. He has come out and been very open about wanting Pickett. And you, when you have Matt Rule, who the timer isn't ticking yet, but we're starting to watch the timer at the least. For sure. And if there's a way that you want to try to be able to wrap it up and make everyone feel just this cohesive unit, it's like, well, if I have a quarterback that I can try to build, why not get the guy that the owner is going to rep behind me too, yeah. which buys more time from for my ass at that rate. Yeah. So. so in this scenario, no wider receivers off the board. I do think this is Kyle Hamilton's home. I really think Kyle Hamilton's going to Washington 11. I think yeah, that's just... The, ta- the talent can't fall much more. Yeah. I want to point out, we do not have a wider receiver. Yeah. That's that I, I yeah and where does it someone, go? Someone would be flying up soon. Yeah, I, I would mean, think flying up soon. Jermaine Jameson Williams, the best wide receiver in the class with an ACL injury that might make not might make him not the first wide receiver taken. Uh, obviously, Drake London, your favorite wide receiver in the class. Yes. Garrett Wilson, a high high guy. I mean, there's just a lot of names there, here. There is about to be up is from this, eleven to sixteen. There's a chance four of them go. And the reason I think this is a possibility is just because I do think there's a real there's a realm where the depth of this class of the wide receiver class where teams are like, man, I can like especially in the top 10, the drop off from Jermaine Johnson, you know, assuming Jermaine Johnson's the third, the drop off from Jermaine Johnson to the next edge. That's a true, you know, edge rusher is just Carl. And Karlofkis is kind of a do it all solid guy who can do a lot of different things. But like he's not a Jermaine Johnson. They're very different types of edge players. But it, but yeah, the the drop off from those two is very real. The drop off from offensive line, uh, from cross or however you want to order those top three to the next guy, real. The drop off in corner, and I kind of actually disagree with this, but according to everyone else, the drop off from corner after Stingley and Sauce, from just a physical physical traits perspective, which I do agree with, absolutely a real drop off. Actually, I don't even think I, I, think I, that. Felt, I, I do felt think off there's on a little too. I, I thought, and I'm low on Kyer Elam, yeah. but I thought that there was a world where McDuffie. Elam, Booth, and even my boy McCreary yeah. fit in that same I, I think they're scheme all, type fit. And I, I honestly, and this is off topic a little bit, I think you go into the back of this first round and you look at Chiefs, who have two picks in the first, could easily take one of those corners. Lions always could use a corner. The Bucks could definitely use another corner. Titans, Bill, Bills, Cowboys, like any one of those teams. Our Arizona Cardinals need a corner bad. Any one of those teams can take a corner. I could see a run on corner late from 21 on. Yeah. Uh, so where a lot of those names that we just mentioned go We're off the board. We're shaping up for the run of wide receivers. Yeah. Though, like no from other. From... Texans, yeah, absolutely. And would you want to just stop it right here and and kind of redo the draft in a little different yeah, way? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll stop. Or do you can, want to rapid can. fire see how that that would play out? I mean, that's up to you. If uh, rapid fire, I'm going to give them all okay. to you. Just rapid fire. Don't have to explain it. All right. That's uh, don't have to explain. Yeah, that's fine. Um, give me a damn Kyle Hamilton going right here. Okay. Um, just I'm going to give me the team and the and yeah. The you're fine. I'm going to absolutely shock the world here and say with the Vikings on this board, they're going to take a Jamison Williams. 
Adam Thielen is aging. We do not have a three. I've seen a lot of mocks to where I know the, the they have a way that the corners fall and stuff over the guard that or center gonna, that they're going to take it. Uh, there's a chance for yeah. the green green guy or whatever. But okay. I, yeah, so you think? Give me Jemo. Okay, so so Vikings can't pass up the start of the wide receiver run. Okay. There's no way. Okay. There's no, that's fine. Adam Thielen's old. Yeah, yeah there's no way there. Texans um, take best available probably. Yeah, and who who is who that they take? Right they now? took they took tackle first. I would probably go. I mean, just really quick. Let's go. Let's go. Trent McDuffie. They can, he can do a lot of things on the back end. Uh, if you love him, I, I could see Devontae Wyatt being a guy. Or, you know, any one of those names. Let's just give him this guy. Just uh, Devontae Wyatt. Devontae Wyatt. Uh, and we'll and we'll move right along. You said you really like Karloftis to the Ravens, right? I love Karloftis. Then t- to the and take that to the Ravens. But but I mean, I, I do think with the wide receivers available. You know, they, they got rid of their big dude. Uh, I can't remember his name. It was like a third or fourth Miles round pick. Boykin. Boykin. I could see Drake London being that guy. I really could. But okay, yeah, I know you it. Okay, so let's go. What I, and the case would be right here is it's going to go in my head. Whatever, If you give Carl Loftus here, it's going receiver, receiver, receiver. Okay, so let's do it that way. We'll go Carl Loftus. I think Drake London fits yep, the Vikings. Drake London fits the Eagles, Eagles scheme. I've. I think Garrett Wilson is a, a slam dunk here. Yeah. And I think that leaves Olave going right to the Chargers as well. Okay. Chris Olave. So that's how the run would go of wide receivers, if it fell that way. Four wide receivers in the top 20. And, and you can take that block of three and plug them in it. <laughs> now, now let me ask you this. You know, why they're, they're why are you so hardcore on, on the Chargers going wide receiver? I mean, they did re-sign uh, their first-round pick out of uh, out of Clemson. Obviously, they Mike have... Williams. They, they, they have, have Keenan. Yeah. Uh, I think that they have desperately they don't been have trying third. to find a third. Yeah. And with the scheme that they run... Yeah. You know, uh, they they just have this new era to where they don't have Anthony Lynn trying to run the ball first the whole time. Yeah. They're using Eckler as why the, not have a third? Eckler basically is a receiver in this offense now, yeah. and being able to spread the field like they do, yes, the third is the move. I, I just I look at the other spots that they have. I guess there's a need for right tackle, but Rashawn Slater has stepped up, and if you could go back and redraft offensive linemen, I haven't gotten a look in depth at Panay. But Rashawn Slater, I have. He has played phenomenal. What he has been able to do, one yeah. of the most. Imp- him and Creed Humphrey, actually, for the Kansas City Chiefs at center, phenomenal offensive linemen. So yeah, I mean, I think that they're good on that offensive line for the yeah. most part. Put a lot of money there. Fair enough. All right, I just wanted. To, we're going to restart it. We're going to do this one or two more times, and we'll probably go a little bit yeah. faster because we got through a lot of our thoughts here. Uh, just with the what's the big what's the big twist in this one that we're going with? So the big twist in this one. I would like to look at the Lions going quarterback. Okay. Yeah, let's there, do it. There's, there's a lot of stuff out there that they now. haven't talked about, but if Dan Campbell likes a guy, there's there's an option for I, it. I think I think if I I would say betting favorite, Trevon Walker yes. going Jack, so let's go there. We want to we try to be as cookie cutter as we can other than our curveball yeah. and see how that affects our board. So Lions going quarterback. If they go quarterback, they're going to go upside quarterback. They're not going to take – It's going to be Malik Willis. Yeah, it's going to be Malik Willis. He's, he has the biggest upside in this class. Uh, we'll go Malik Willis here. How does that affect the Texans with Hutchinson now on the board, which is the big name that now we said, do we still think it's a tackle if Hutch is on the board? Hutch, to me, Hutch fits that mold. I mean, Go he Hutch. really does. I, I really think so. I, I think for the new age J.J. Watt? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? I mean, I mean I, they're, they're different, different play style. Obviously, you know, yeah. But, but, I mean, they're both, you know, just – I'm very, very good football players. Yeah. Um, Jets still probably go. I mean, really, all this does is give us an extra. I yeah, mean, it gives, us, it gives us. There's a name that's going to slip, though. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, that's. And then we, we still have to determine where. Do they still go corner? The do of, they, uh, yeah. The Jets, because uh, now both corner. Yeah, so pretty much everything's so let, let's, lined uh, up let's for the Jets. Let's avoid the fall of sauce this time. Okay, so we'll give go them, sauce. Give them the, the scripted sauce pick. Gotcha. Um, let's see Tib go to the Giants here. Uh, Tib's line's five and a half. I just want to see the way that it shakes up with it. I know you like it. I like a Tib fall. Ta- tackle's, tackle's going to make it to seven. Well, and there's now. two tackles there. So, yeah, yeah we exactly. just talked about that that logic there. Yep. Uh, Panthers, I mean, fuck it. Let's see, let's Would, see a quarterback. You want to try another quarterback here? Because I really do believe <coughs> Panthers want to trade down, right? If they see Malik Willis off the board, there's only and and Pitts is their guy. All they need is one other team to like how or to like uh, like him and take him after you know, assuming the Panthers want to trade down or something. Let's try two in the top ten. That's right. going to be our. I mean, that'll be that's a weird one. And and to say that it's weird is kind of alarming because in every single draft yeah. that we have seen ever, when are we talking that two quarterbacks don't go top ten? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So we'll go Kenny Pickett. Now the Giants are in a great spot. Give him cross because they like him a lot. They like crossover. Ooh, I just don't think it want. Yeah, no, I mean, cross, we're saying yeah, we, it want no, falls. Take, take Ick, yeah, Icky. Wait, we haven't had a tackle go? No. no. Wow, they have every tackle on the board. Yep, they have every tackle on the board. 
All right. Um, let's not. Uh, even though I do think it would be crossing the scenario, I really do. You can't let. We can't let Inquanu fall. Yeah. Because there's just no way that they have that that mapped out. Uh, I I'll, I'd like to do a little bit of a tackle run right here though. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think if the, the 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 Falcons feel like a team that they're in full rebuild mode. If one of the top three is there, they probably take them. I'd give them Evan Neal. Evan Neal. Yeah. Agreed. Evan Neal there. Seahawks are in a really good spot with Derek Stingley still on the board. Uh, we still have uh, Johnson on the board, who I think, you know, I, everyone's saying he's a top 10 guy, top 15 guy. So maybe he isn't, you know, going to go top 10. But, uh, yeah, you, th- you do think it's Derek Stingley? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be Derek Stingley here. Who's okay. your other option? Well, I already clicked it. Doesn't so, matter. No, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, Jets still, I mean, this this is scripted in a way where, they just, they didn't need tackle at four, so, so they're probably is not where taking. You would get Jermaine Johnson. Right? I think so. I do think so. Yeah, Jermaine Johnson. Now there could be a trade up. I don't expect it. Uh, now the now Washington has an yeah, a tackle on the board. Charles Cross, right? Maybe I think I still think they could take Hamilton over Cross. This would be a real fall for Cross. This and would I, be a real. And fall as for a Vikings Cross. fan, I would be pretty happy. Yeah. I would, I would be okay with that. And, Let's you know, go. And I think you'd be happy either way. If Kyle Hamilton falls to you, I think you're probably taking oh, him. Oh, yeah. No, Kyle Hamilton would be an amazing pick, too. Yeah. I, I, would, I would prefer, I want the sexier pick there. I want the man-to-man lockdown corner, or yeah. I want the Kyle Hamilton move, or I want the, damn, all this stuff's gone. Let's take the first wide receiver and just you know mess everyone up. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, give him Charles Cross. Give us Hamilton. Not Jermaine Johnson? Because Jermaine Johnson is now starting to fall. I thought you, did, you just gave Jermaine to the Jets. No, I gave Jameson Williams to the Jets. Oh, I said, okay. We went the, yeah, you went receiver. Yeah, that's cool. right, yeah. Uh, you still think it's Ham- so Hamilton? No, to no, that would be Jermaine Johnson. You think we, we have it's just a bigger need, We have safety wrapped up, too. What am I doing? So let's do that. Uh, draft and... Now the Texans are on the clock. Kyle Hamilton. I mean, it's a slam dunk. This worked out so well what for the Texans. What a draft! If if that shakes up like that, and there's a way that they land Hutch and Kyle Hamilton, I mean, what they it, got two of the top five best talents in the draft. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And now, <laughs> don't make me do it again. Don't make me do it again. But you know where I want to go. I, I think it's a slam dunk. Garlopagus is going to the the the. Uh, I'll give you Ravens. So we'll add this. It's, we'll add this to our list. I'll give you a uh, three to one odds. Garlopagus to the Ravens. Nail it. I feel like you want more. I do want more. I do want more. Even though, even because though, it's, like it's very hard to nail a pick at fourteen. Fourteen is very hard. Yeah. But look at where you're getting caught up. I mean, like every single time. No, here's the thing. I did a three to one on Jermaine Johnson in the top five last week, which was basically me saying, "Hey, I'll take a shot." Like, <laughs> so I think I need a little bit. But more. I'm not trying to catch no five to one. Stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, you can handle a five to one more than I can. That doesn't. That shouldn't matter. The yeah. odds. The odds should play out. The way I, I think. Do. I think if if you well. Okay, let's pause this. Let's pause this conversation real quick. Let's see, because we were going to get into the betting odds here. I almost guarantee you there's an odds on for uh, for the Bengals. What do you think it's on? For who? For, for the, uh, the Ravens. The Ravens. Loftus? For the Ravens pick, for pick 14. I am pretty sure there should be. I think it's all the way down the board that you can you can bet the picks now. They've all come out pretty much. Man, I mean, I don't know what it would be. Um, uh, I'm just going to look it up. It's worth it, a shot. It'd be defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Well... Yeah, okay, it would be defensive side. I'm saying I think there's going to be, like, an actual pick. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to see if no, I can I don't, find I don't it. Think, I don't think they have it. I think they would have they would have Karloftis, his over-under, and I think it's I think it's like an 18. Fair enough. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll leave it alone, then. I won't look at that because that's going to be a lot of dead time for me to find that. I, I went 5-1 to one for a Karloftis exact pick on shot bet. We'll I'll settle on four. Huh? We'll settle on four. All right, fair enough. Four to one. Give me cough. And I will say after the fact is, is that we know Karloftis is going to be there. So it's the Ravens sitting there saying we're going to overlook him, and they have a need it. Ah. Four to one. You you, just get, you it's got, already in the books. You first just of all. got me in a shit bed. It's, it's already in the books. First of all, second of all, I just want to say if Carl Africus doesn't go to the Bengals, to the uh, to the Ravens, I don't know where he go. I don't. I'm never going to know what team he plays for. Like I'm I always going to think the Patriots. Is. Yeah, I think that's a fall for. I mean, I, I do agree with that because I think he is like a quitty pay type as I far as like. I think it's he has a um a, a, a high floor. He's high a, floor. High, a high floor pick. 
Yeah, I just don't see him. Being, I don't see a lot of pop. I don't think you're getting an all pro. Is, Char- is Karlovkis that two gapping type of guy? I'm not saying he isn't. I just don't know. I don't know if he's. I think or not. with the way that the Patriots run their sk- and and the Ravens, they have a lot of similarities. Yeah. To the way that they do it, a lot of guys who can play stand up, they bounce down, they go around a lot of r- different blitz packages that free up linebackers. I think Karlovkis might be able to help them out. Fair that's enough. that's why I have Patriots making that pick. Fair enough. All right, we're, we're, we're coming up on 30-minute mark. Uh, let's get into our final uh, topic of the night, just uh, the final bets. Did you have anywhere else you wanted to go with this? I think we'll, you know, we didn't want to do a full mock or anything. You're good. Any- I, I want to do one more real quick. We'll do a good job with it. I want to give a genuine top 10. No trades, genuine top 10. We both just just get through it, and we and this is going to be the one. That, that we really believe is happening. Yes, that I can, I can clip out after the fact, and we can say, hey, between the pylons, top ten. All right, I got who is going to be the number one overall pick? Are uh, we going to settle be Walker. on Walker? It's going to be Walker. Let's go. Walker. I really believe it's Walker. All right, so let's just do this. Let's decide now who gets the. Uh, we'll go back and forth on on uh, if we have any debates. We'll go back and forth on who gets to decide. If, assuming we can't make it, well, you'll, come get, you'll get the possession. You okay. get first possession. You get, first possession. You get possession arrow. All right, fair enough. I'll get the second. We both agree on Hutch here, though. Absolutely. And then we both agree on Ick. I, I, icky. Yes. It's yeah. icky. Icky number three makes a lot of sense yeah, to me. Yeah, icky number three, and I think this is where you will get possession arrow. Maybe. I want to go Gardner. I think it's Gardner here. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I would go sauce as well. Okay, yeah. so yeah, we don't need a possession arrow here. This might be where we need it. This is where we'll use it, because I would say Tib, and you're going to say Cross. I am saying Cross. And that's okay. I'm I think okay. it's Cross. I, I'll give up possession arrow for that. That's okay. Wow. This I mean, is tough. This is, this is a perfect scenario for them. They have O-line. They have quarterback. I mean, they can go wherever they want with us. So the most likely thing, and I'm, my gut says there's no way that they do not have a quarterback out of the first round here. My gut says there's just no way yeah, I agree with, with all that we've heard. And I, I, it's so hard to go against betting odds, though. They know. They do not lose money. We have seen the, the yeah, line this on isn't, Pickett, Willis, this and all isn't those one of those fall. things. Okay, so so I do want to talk. The, yeah. the betting odds in the NFL draft is not based around any statistical analysis yeah, or anything. there's nothing. It's here, it's <laughs> they're, setting, they're setting a line, and they are adjusting it based on the bets that come in. All right, so they are they are reacting. They react very quickly. They react faster than we can, but they're reacting to us essentially making yeah. bets and putting in large sums of money. I, I do believe that's beatable. I believe that these lines are very, very beatable if you actually pay attention and listen as much as we do, which, I mean, we follow this very closely. I promise you these lines are beatable because there's times, there's certain players, Trevon Walker, you could have jumped out off the rip if you just somehow knew he was at 13 and a half. Yeah. You could have already slammed up, made you X amount of dollars if you could have put a max bet on that because there's no way that that happens now. Yeah. So it is hearsay at the beginning, and then when they figure out they're wrong, boom, get them, yeah. get rid of that, change it up. So I don't. Me know. and you both feel strongly that they are going to go quarterback, and I'm going to stick with you on Kenny Pickett. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I stand by it. Yeah, I think it's Kenny Pickett. You know, I keep coming around to Malik Willis. Like, maybe do they do they take the chance? We're going to take Kenny Pickett here. I do agree that it's Kenny Pickett. The, I think any other team goes Willis. I think from the stuff that I, I think, heard out of Carolina. So the one part about it with Carolina is the Matt Rule and that coaching staff knows that they're probably out if they don't have a, a reasonable year this year. And they might look at Pickett as the guy who has the higher upside, higher ceiling. And they say, man, if we just get – five or six games down the stretch where he has some wow moments, our job is safe for another year. Yeah. The same kind of thought process that I think Matt Nagy came into the season with last year obviously didn't work out. But that kind of thought process, I think they would expect a little bit more yeah. out of him. Nagy but, was like, Justin Fields could save my ass yeah. just by keeping it close. I'll, I'll sit here and say, I think Kenny Pickett fits that system. I think Kenny Pickett would be really good. I also like Kenny Pickett a whole lot more than the general consensus does. So so that's where we're at in there. there. Uh, we gave the Giants a tackle first. I think they go I think they go line. I, I think they attack the offensive side of the line, and I think they attack the defensive side of the line. This is where we're going to disagree, though, no, and you're no. going to because I, I have to go away from what my wallet says on trying to force Stingley in here. It, it would be Thibodeau. I think that they're going to do their due diligence yeah. on Thibodeau at five, let alone assuming that they, you know, but, I mean, that's just saying, okay, Panthers need O-line or QB. Well, let's take that O-line away from them, knowing that they're not going to take a Tib. They're, they're playing that chess match right there. I think Thibodeau goes. This is where you get the possession error. I think it would be Jermaine Johnson over Thibodeau. Okay. Yeah, I really do I believe would, that. That sucks. I have to use it on Thibodeau here because uh, ADP has me backed, but I run it. I, 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 I genuinely believe that. And you know that. I'm not just I know, trying to screw you. I know. Like, I know. I would use Thibodeau. It's Thibodeau. Right. I would go Thibodeau here. All right. 
and then you, well, we we get to talk. It'd be Evan Neal, right? Yeah, I don't think it, they can't follow. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. It'd be Evan Neal here. Evan Neal. Evan Neal. So that's basically I think, saying I think that we'll tackle agree on falls. the next two. It'd be Evan Neal and then a Derek Stingley to Seattle. But oh, you're about the four. You're about, God dang it, Jermaine Johnson. Oh my God. I, well, I think it's a real conversation. I really do. I I, I don't. It, it, no, it, no, it definitely is. A, I mean, it's edge versus corner, and I would argue they need. So you know what? I honestly believe it's going to happen. I've thought about this a lot. I genuinely believe if it played out exactly the way we it did here, I think somebody's trading up because Seahawks love to trade down. What do they want to do more than anything? They want to trade down. I think somebody's trading up ahead of the Jets to go get a wide receiver. I really do. We saw it happen last year with the, trying to jump a team. Yeah, that obviously, you know, the receiver. Saints the, or the Eagles. Coming the up. Jets have been no very, very vocal about the fact that they need a wide receiver. They have a, they have attacked wide receiver and free agency, and it hasn't worked out and trades and everything. I I don't know which team it would be. Can I don't we, know can how we it would do go. this aside real quick. The the Debo thing. The sure. fact I I genuinely believe that the Jets are trading for uh, Debo. Yeah, I, I at, at the ten spot primarily. I don't think it'll happen just because I don't think I don't think the 49ers want to give up Debo. John Lynch does not want no, to lose him. I don't think I just don't think it's going to happen because it just came out last week. I mean, really, because we didn't talk about it in the last pod, so it came out within the past seven days. Yeah, I I just don't think it's going to happen that bad. I don't think the organization, the 49ers organization, is going to get over the idea of losing losing Debo Samuel when he was the offense. And I know he had the running back role, and I know he like you want to call him a gimmick player or whatever. Like he was a legit wide receiver that put up 1,400 yards receiving on top of his rushing duties, and really 1,400 yards receiving and a little. A little over half the season because the second half of the season he was running the ball because he was the best running back on the team and they used him where they they needed him. I I really I think Debo's re- very really 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 good, and I understand that he really only had one year of elite production, but I do think the 49ers would be willing to pay for it, and I I just don't know how much money is it going to take to make him happy. What is the real issue there? I think that's another part that like. I think it's a lot of little things. He might. I, the, everything I've seen is he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like L.A. or he doesn't like uh, California. Excuse me. Uh, he doesn't want to have the dual the dual responsibility role, um, and you know just a lot of other things that are going into it. But I don't know. There's he probably nothing. saw Trey Lance throw the ball too and was like, "Man, I'm not getting my touches." Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. What about this then? Knowing what you know about Debo, where does he stack up in this wide receiver class? Because I would say clear cut number one. Do you see a guy that has a higher ceiling in this class than what Debo can get to? Jameson Williams has has Tyreek Hill level yeah. speed. Ja- so that's, Jameson that's Williams where, has that ceiling. Yeah, and Jameson, I, I I think last year's class would be a better way for me to look at it because I would I would put a, I would have put him behind the two Alabama wide receivers and obviously Jamar as as far as ceiling. I think, you know, obviously year one last year, he was obviously the better of those. But ceiling, well, I really, maybe not even better than Jamar Chase. Uh, but ceiling, I probably would put him behind those those three. And it's really hard because he's on a really good team. So that's a tough one to really and dissect. He's coming off of an historic year. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is Pete that's Debo a, right yeah, now. Yeah, that's a tough one to for. dissect. But I'm just saying, I say all that to say, draft. yeah, I say all that to say, Jameson Williams is better than Devontae Smith, I think, was last year as far as a prospect. Yes. So Devontae can being, just play football. There's nothing about him that says, yeah. you know, athletic. <laughs> Athleticism wise, that pops up. Yeah, he so, wasn't as fast as yeah. Jamison. Yeah, so so th- with that, I said I think Jamison Williams has a higher ceiling. But again, injury gets plays in the bag. You never know how that's going to go. Anyway, I, I, I said, think Debo's dealt. You think Debo's dealt? Fair enough. I think it'll be interesting. Do you want to put? You want to take odds on him being dealt? I, I don't I, think he's traded before the before the draft. I don't I mean, think he's traded. I don't think he's traded on Thursday. I, maybe he's traded Friday. I, I don't mean, think he's traded honest, on Thursday. Honestly, I agree with you there in saying that I think the Jets are going to want to see how the board falls for them <laughs> and see if there's a way that they get X guy or this yeah. guy. And then, and then if they don't, but then again, you've already used that pick. That pick is gone. That pick number ten, they have said they would give for Debo. Yeah. So I guess the argument there is why are the 49ers hesitant? They want Debo. They want to keep. Him. Yeah, of course. Trade him. Yeah, they don't so, want to trade him. That's hard to say no to. I'll give you odds. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you three to one odds. I'm more inclined to say AJ Brown for both Eagles picks. For both Eagles picks? Yeah, that's Titans should do that if that's J- an option. J- Jalen Hurts was working out with AJ Brown today. 
Yeah. And Jalen Jalen was making jokes with him saying, I'm trying to get him, you know, trying to talk to him yeah. and stuff. They were doing that. I don't think Titans trade AJ. I really don't. No, but I mean they, if they, they both should. Eagles picks are option or they they can get fifteen and uh eighteen and eighteen. I mean, again, this isn't like the greatest draft class ever, but you have three first round picks. You can replace your wide receiver fairly quickly. You gotta think the Eagles and you don't have to pay him. picked up one next year too. Yeah. So I mean in their head that that's a win. In their head they could write off the first round and say, We got AJ Brown. Yeah, I mean I'd be fine with that. I think that's and, a win win. Tennessee Titans fans you should be happy too i'm sorry i know you know i know the uh, attachment that's there but listen you're a run first football team and if you get yeah. two picks for that avoid yeah, the payday I, I i think that's a that's a move i don't think that would happen i don't think you could get two picks for no. uh, two i'll for give you odds on the debo thing though okay. I, w- I would want i'll do one shot for a five i want five to one five to one you gave me four to one on uh on, on an edge going to the ravens uh, no on jermaine johnson going to the or excuse me on Karlofkis going to the ravens specifically yeah no, you're you're not getting five to one. You get four to one. That's the best I can do. <laughs> okay. All right. Four to one. All right. All right. We gotta write one. these bets down. Damn. We will. All right. Uh, so let's get back to it. We said no trades. I really Stingley. think there's a trade here. We'll go Stingley. That's fine. Uh, I'll give it to you. Um, and then Jets, Jermaine Johnson. I know we were Jermaine Jamison Williams. I fucking suck today. Damn, Jamison Williams. I know we agree on that. Let's go, Jameson Williams. And there it is. Call it. All right, we're at forty minutes, and now we're gonna do a quick. Do you, do you want to look at our our uh, our trade like our best bets kind well, of thing? I was thing. saying best bets. Just talk about your own personal bets that you're kind of writing okay. out. Okay, let's, let's I talked do about that my way. Derek Stingley one. Uh, I'll say it again. I have two hundred dollars on Derek Stingley under nine point five, meaning I needed to be drafted at ninth under eight, seven, six, so forth. So I got us on the uh, on the big screen. So I'm just looking through my bets here, and I'll, I'll go through it. I have uh, I have a couple different bets on the top two picks, right? And I've kind of like hedged my bets a lot. Basically, and this was a couple weeks ago. I got I got Walker as the second overall pick at plus five fifty, and then I got Hutch at plus uh, one forty, and then I took Walker as the as the first pick in the draft at plus one fifty. Basically, getting positive money no matter what. And basically, as long as those two go, either way, I'm winning money. Uh, I also hedged all of that, and I said offensive lineman as uh, the Jaguars' first pick at plus uh, two seventy five, which I like that a lot just I think that's a good enough odds to put 20 bucks down and you get almost three to one on them taking a tackle which is a real conversation in that uh, in that front office so another one that I really like Buffalo Bills drafting a running back uh, with their first pick yes I, I had that bet that plus, plus 400 right now uh, I put 25 on that to win 100 basically and that's I think I, I think that's a good bet because I really do think Buffalo Bills are a great running back away from being Super, yeah, super scary. I don't think that there is going to be a stud star wide receiver. I think that they're going to have to make the first pick if they go wide receiver of the Traylon Burks, the Christian Watson, the Jahan Dahl, all those other ones. I think they're better off going running back there. And I know that's going to yeah. get an F grade from every single spot out there. You don't draft them in the first round. This team has a window more than be open. Elite. More yeah. than open. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are missing this piece away. And what is the one thing that Buffalo has desperately tried to do for the past few seasons? They tried to get Devin Singletary going. They drafted Zach Moss, tried to get him going. Your best running back is Josh Allen. Yeah. I'm sorry. If, if you can somehow get a run game to this to where you can get a lead and hold on to it and you don't have to play hero ball, he's very capable of doing that. But imagine if you're able to grind the clock out against the Kansas City Chiefs. Keep the ball away from yeah. them. You got a guy who can who can he can break off a big run. He's a great running back. He's the best best running back in this class, now, according like to a lot Kenneth of people. Walker a lot, right? I like Kenneth Walker a whole lot as well. I think they're both really good. I had Kenneth Walker a little bit ahead of him, but I, I don't. I, you know, again, that's you know apples and oranges, or excuse yeah, me, that's, yeah. that's it, really really I mean, close. close. Uh, and and I really wouldn't have a problem either way. I like having the out that it might be him because you know what if the Bills like him more? I don't know. You never know with that stuff like that. Either way, you have both those guys. I think guys that can get you four yards when there's only two yards available. Both those guys are guys that can break off a big run and be a game changer in the run game and, and both those guys are guys that can really make your team a three-dimensional football team because it has been somewhat one-dimensional and that dimension has been freaking amazing so it's it's hard to be upset about it and yeah he probably won't be the greatest fantasy weapon of all time because yeah you're probably going to still try and throw for th- 450 yards and three touchdowns a game if you can but in those games where teams take that away or have the ability to slow that down Run the ball. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite bets in the draft, uh, Garrett Wilson is just being way, his line is off at nine and a half. Uh, I don't, I, I, over. Uh, I mean, first of all, I don't see a spot where he goes in the top nine. I really don't see a wide receiver going in the top nine. There's aside a chance from a trade. That the Falcons take one. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons could take one. I guess that's a conversation. 
I I just I would be very surprised if they took a wide. Giants receiver. are shopping Slayton and Tony. That's a real possibility too. Maybe it's not a slam dunk. Fair enough. And I just mentioned the possibility of the uh, of the Seahawks trading down from ninth to for a team to jump the Jets to get a wide receiver. I feel like that eight All nine spot is if you get bitten. Sir, that's where it comes yeah. from. But no. But again, there's no guarantees. The first one. That's my other part. It's like okay, maybe a wide receiver does go in the top nine. It's I don't think it's Garrett Wilson. I think there's I think James Williams is the first wide receiver taken. I bet on that too. We'll talk about that in a minute. And second of all, Drake London. Might fit the team that drafts them better than than yeah, Garrett Wilson. Yeah, the team does. that wants to trade. If yeah. it's the Eagles coming up, Drake London, Drake with Jalen Hurts would be phenomenal. absolutely because because Garrett Wilson is let's be honest probably a worse version of of Devonte uh, Devonte Smith that's over already with the Eagles. So they would trade up and get a Drake London who's a different type of wide receiver. Um, I think I mentioned this earlier. I really think if you have a couple bucks, go throw it on a seven to one, five to one, wherever the odds are now. Charles Cross, fifth overall. The Giants love Charles Cross. That's everything I've seen. That's everything I've heard. I'm I'm very excited about that. Have you bet that one yet? I've not bet Charles Cross, but I think you should think about it. I think you should because I think that's one I'm going to be. I have heard that they're high on him. Yeah, and I got twenty five to one two hundred. I think that's a that's a good deal for me. Um, This is the one that that's the one. This is the one we got to talk about. All right, Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome. Yeah. Um, it's at plus 170 right now for him to be over four and a half, all right? So almost two to one, but like 1.7 to one basically on your money that he isn't drafted in the top four. He is the, he is the consensus third best edge in this class. Yes. The consensus. He, he might, there's a lot of people that have him as four. I've seen people that have him farther down than four, all right? And you, you can say whatever you want to be about all the talking heads and anything like that. Nobody really knows what these teams are thinking. But a, t- a guy who is the consensus f- third best uh, position in the draft going four overall, going through, I don't think maybe three overall, he's not going top two. I, very, I think that's almost a slam dunk he's not going top two. Yeah. And, and if I feel I safe going, he's not a top two. So if you're gonna, if you're willing to bet an under, you're saying he goes three or four. Man, I, four is where you get bit if it happens for sure. And, and you know what but, I should but, do. And, and, but you'll go into any draft saying, "Well, if so and so is gonna make that happen, I will lose off of that versus the whole board you every know, time." Honestly, and what I should do is I should guarantee myself a dub and put a lot of money on him over, and then put a little bit of money on exact picks on a third, exact picks fourth, and basically guarantee because I I guarantee you it's plus money, and I could look into that right now. Well, yeah, because there's some there's some sites that don't even have have him on their board at that point for the yeah. Jets at four because he should have already been gone or whatever. So third, that third pick, it's plus 500. At uh, second pick, it's plus 300. They have... See a few more. There you go. There should be nope. a fourth pick down here. I know they have it. I'm I don't sure know. you can find a site where you have it. Uh, let's yeah. see if it's under other... Yeah, fifth pick, fourth pick right here. Fourth pick, it's that's where you uh, lose money. It's at plus one eighty. So that yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't think I do. I break even at mm-hmm. fourth pick, basically. Break even at fourth pick, but, but then at that point you're probably you're getting just putting close. more money into it. Though. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. So Raleigh wouldn't do that, but at the end of the day. I'm taking that plus 160 that he goes over. I don't think he goes to the Jets at four. I really don't. I, I've heard people saying there's no way he's a top five. Man, we got guessing. a lot to cheer for draft night. Yeah, I'm excited. Look, there's a very real chance that at 10 overall, I'm done, and I want everyone to leave the house because I'm, I'm hosting a draft party this year. Yeah. So there's a real chance i got to suck it up and I'm take my shots. I'm going to be sweating Derek Stingley's name, and I just know what's going to happen. I'm going to hear Seattle Seahawks, cornerback. Washington, Trent McDuffie, and I'm going to go, fuck you, Pete Carroll, what are you like? Because he just always has this unique Mm -hmm. draft style of I like certain guys like this, and why not get the hometown kid right over there? Yeah. I, I mean, I absolutely agree. I also put a little bit of money. I put 25 each on uh, the top two tackles, Aquanu and Evan Neal going third overall because I do think I do think Texans go tackle. So that's basically 50 bucks me saying, hey, they're going to take a tackle and I'll win money either way if it's one of the I top two. Um, just a couple other ones that I'll, I'll quickly hit. Uh, Roger McCurry, cornerback out of Auburn, basically being a top 50 pick. Uh, 49 and a half is the line. I do think he's in that range. Um, John Mechie, this is a 
name who he's a the popular name. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, he's everywhere. Every, it's consensus, you know, fourth and below. Like, he's a day three guy pretty much everywhere that I've seen. The line's at 56 and a half. I don't think he goes in that range. I, I took the over. It's a, and it's at, you know there's it's juiced up a little bit at minus one twenty, but yeah, he's not going in that range. I, I really don't think he will. I only put fifteen on it, so I'm not like I think there's dying too, many, too many other day two wide receiver names that pop off a lot more and, than a John. And Mitchell. at the end of the day, the media and the average fan will fall in love with the Alabama wide receiver a lot faster than the NFL team will. That puts the real you know effort into yeah. finding these guys on and you know any given team. I uh, think I think Calvin Austin goes before Mechie just. Because because Calvin Austin ran that rumored 4.03 yeah, exactly. at, the, uh, at, the, at the combine. Mechie, Mechie, but from all accounts, Mechie is a solid third or fourth wide receiver, and you just don't draft that in the top three rounds. You you, you draft upside. You draft guys that can be legit number twos or have the upside of being a, a stars and stuff like that. You, you draft guys like that you know, later on in the draft. That's just what you do. Uh, Traylon Burks, another guy who I've, I've heard a lot of different things about. His line's at 23 and a half. I took the over on that too. I feel really okay about that. He could be the shocker. He could. He could definitely shock me again. I, these are small bets, so like no, if I lose, I, it's I have, fine. I have a bet on uh, Walker as well. I, I have a bet on the under on Olave though. Uh, last one, I'll, I'll really talk about uh, Jameson Williams, uh, two to one, a little bit over two to one on him being the first wide receiver taken. I think he will be. I really do. I feel good about that. Not a bad one. Anywhere else you want to go? I know you have a couple. I'm going through no, mine I mean, on I, the computer. I, I, th- I mean, I think I. Uh, I think I covered mine with Stingley primarily. I mean, that's my. Uh, how many wide receivers go in this class, or in the first round? In the first round, uh, if you can find a line that says six and a half, you take the under. I took five and a half in the under, and I think six. But I got a plus a plus three hundred, so so Lund- that's three to London, one. London, Jamo, Wilson, Olave, Burks. I'm not gonna say here and say he's definitely a first rounder. Okay. I don't think Burks is definitely. I mean, I I so, agree he probably will go. So we have. Four. I think there's a chance Burks falls to, to second though. Four is definite. Four is definitely. They no way those four get out of the first round. Then, then okay. Then, then you have your maybes. You have your maybe George Pickens. Yeah. Your maybe Jahan Dotson. Your maybe Traylon Burks. I got to dodge two basically. Your maybe one. No, I only get to dodge one. Man, you're yeah. right. That's the scary part. Yeah. About that, is with the the weird maybes. I'm a big believer in a George Pickens. George Pickens and his ability. He has an attitude problem, but his ability. You put him on the Packers or Chiefs, and he lands in that team. Yeah. God dang. Like also, big- also, I think the Bills could. Should do their due diligence on him, right? There. Yeah, no, I, I agree. In that range, him, I mean, Chiefs. If, if the Pickens, if Pickens goes to the Chiefs, everyone's upside. gonna, everyone's gonna be pissed they didn't take him if he goes to the Chiefs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, I'm not sitting here saying I definitely love that pick. I got it at plus three hundred, so three to one. That that's good odds that a that guy falls. You know? I, I think the six and a half odds is the same thing. Just change the odds a little bit. Yeah, up, exactly. Um, corners. I, I took five corners in the first. I would say over. I, I, I four, it's at four oh, and a half. The I, I line's mean, at four I didn't and a half. Name, uh, Andrew Booth on that for corners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so corner. We know Sauce Stingley for sure. McDuffie has been pretty much a slam dunk. I think you know we named three other guys: Booth, Booth, Elam, uh, McCreary are all guys that have a chance to go in the first. I need Daxton Hill is a safety. Daxton Hill is a safety. Okay. Um, those are the main guys. I'm sure there's other names that like, and obviously there's always the surprise guy that could definitely drop, you know, fall in there. Um, but you know, those I, I feel good about corner more corners going than less in my opinion, uh, and that's pretty much it for my bets. I don't really have any anything else. I'm anything else you want to go? I, w- I wish we could. Uh I wish we could fast forward to it. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Got one more day of work before we start. Um, hey, we'll call it. This is a little bit longer pod than we meant to do, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Peace. Seven.